Hello everyone, this is Bola from CleverGirlFinance.com and welcome to the Clever Girls Know podcast. So today's episode is all about marriage and money and my guest on the show today is Ty McNeely. And Ty is the founder of HisAndHerMoney.com alongside her husband. They also have an incredible podcast and also an amazing YouTube channel called The His and Her Money Show. And on this episode, Ty shares a ton of really awesome information and advice. She talks about the challenges she faced in the early days of her marriage, including work with her husband to pay off over $30,000 of debt in the first year of their marriage. Um, We talked about how financial roles can change in a marriage, setting goals as a couple, managing disagreements about money, and so much more. And Ty shared some really key advice on how to be successful doing all these things together as a couple. The key ingredient, communication. We talked about the guilt that women feel when it comes to taking a back step in their marriages or as stay-at-home moms and why it's important to understand the value of all you do as a wife and as a mother, as well as the value of what you contribute to your family. And we talked about why it's important that you are both involved in your household finances. And Ty also shared some of her big accomplishments that put her on the path to financial success, including paying off her first car, which she bought on a loan at the age of 19 for $13,000. She paid it off in 11 months, and she also put herself through college debt-free. But before we get into the episode with Ty, I have a huge favor to ask you. If you've been listening to the podcast and you love what you're listening to, please, please rate and review the podcast on iTunes. It will only take you a few minutes to do this. And your rating and review will go a long way in helping other people find this podcast as well. Also, I've recently just added some new budgeting tools to the Clever Girl Finance resource library. So if you'd like to get access to these tools, stop by clevergirlfinance.com and subscribe and they will get sent to you. And finally, if you haven't already subscribed to the podcast, please do. You can subscribe on SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher, and you can also listen to episodes on the Clever Girl Finance YouTube channel. So now let's get into this episode with Ty. Enjoy listening, guys. Hey, Bola, how are you? I'm doing great. Welcome to the Clever Girls Know podcast. Oh, wow. So happy to be here. Thank you so much for the invite. I can't tell you how how happy I am to have you on because um, you guys gave me an opportunity when I was in the early stages of starting Clever Girls, Clever Girl Finance, and you had me on your incredible podcast to talk about my money saving story. And that was just a huge deal for me. So thank you. And I'm excited to have you here now. Oh, wow. Thank you so much. That meant a lot. We totally appreciate you sharing your story over on our show and um, everyone loved your episode as well. Yay. And for those of you listening, um, Ty has an incredible podcast and YouTube channel with her husband. It's called the His and Her Money Show. And I'm going to put the link in the show notes, but she's going to get into all of that on this episode. So Ty, I'd love for you to just tell the audience who you are. Yes. Well, again, my name is Ty. I am a wife of 11 and a half, almost 12 years uh, to one man, my husband, Tyler <laughs> Neely, And I'm also a mother to three wonderful children. They are truly God's gifts to me. Um, I have a son that will soon be eight. I have a six-year-old and six-year-old daughter and a four-year-old daughter. And you're a twin too. Yes. Like yes. I'm an identical <laughs> twin. I am. I'm one of five children. And uh, we're the only set of twins and we're identical, nine minutes apart. We're extremely close. We probably talk with each other about at least 10 times a day. Oh, wow. My kids are four and they're in this love-hate relationship right now. (laughs) Yep, that's normal. 
That's normal. That's normal. Can nobody argue like your twin can? But trust me, they make up so, so soon. Like my sister and I, if we would get in an argument, I promise you, my, my parents would joke and say, one minute they will hear us in a disagreement, and the next minute we're like, hey, girl, come on, let's do this. Like we don't stay mad at each other long whatsoever, and we get along really well. <laughs> I love it. I'm looking forward to that with my twins. Oh, you're going to love it. You are going to love it. So I'd love for you to talk about His and Her Money. Um, yeah. How and why did you start it? Yeah. So His and Her Money is a platform that my husband and I started a little over three years ago. Um, and it started pretty much uh, because we we were known for this story of we got married and about three months prior to getting married, I found out that my husband had more debt than he led me to believe. I mean, we went through marital counseling. I pulled credit reports and somehow he still got that past me. Um, but we worked our way through that. We overcame that. We became debt free within the first year of our marriage. We paid off over $30,000 of debt within our first year of marriage. And so once a lot of people heard about our story, close family and friends, you know, they would ask for advice and, you know, um, tips on how to help them with their finances. And we loved it. We, I mean, it was almost like every time someone would talk to us about their money, we would light up. We totally enjoyed it. Until one day we were out on a date eating and my husband just said, hey, I would love to do business with you. Let's just start something. I'm like, really? Because if you know my husband, he is a background scene type of guy. Like he's never in the forefront. Um, He doesn't mind, you know, controlling the controls in the background. You never know who's the ones doing that. And it's him, you know. So to hear him say that he wanted to do something um, as an online platform, it was really shocking to me. But at the same time, it was very exciting. So that's when His and Her Money was born. And uh, we pretty much we teach couples as well as individuals to how to manage their money, how to get a, get out of debt and how to build wealth. That's such an amazing story. And I know that a lot of women who are listening are, you know, either getting married or in serious relationships or already married. And there is a challenge of managing um, your finances with your significant other, um, you know, talking about the debt that you may have, mm-hmm. talking about your financial goals. And so from your perspective, when you guys first got married, because you had talked about, you know, you kind of didn't realize he had all this debt. What were some of your initial challenges managing money as a couple? And how did you deal with that emotionally? Yeah, good question. So just a little backstory. Um, The reason why my husband uh, withheld the debt from me was because in his eyes, in his own words, I'm like a financial rock star. Um, I wasn't perfect by any means, but I had a great credit score. Um, I paid off my first vehicle, $13,000 vehicle, in just 11 months at the age of 19. I also put myself through college completely debt-free and came out with a finance degree. And so in his eyes, I was just this financial rock star. And so he was a little ashamed and embarrassed. You know, like, here it is. I'm about to marry this woman, and she's better at me, uh, better at money than, than I am. How do I handle that? Uh, but one thing that he didn't realize that honesty and transparency is key. So I love to tell that to um, any couple. Don't be afraid of necessarily the outcome because you may be shocked. The outcome will probably turn out to be a little bit better than you had thought. Uh, but just be transparent with your spouse or your soon to be significant other. That's extremely important. Um, one of the, the, the biggest tips that we share with people is lay all your cards out on the table. Like, regardless, lay out all your cards, say, hey, this is where I am and this is what you're getting. Are you still going to love me through this? You know, and my husband was surprised that I not only loved him through it, I then also inherited the debt once I got married. I didn't say this was your debt and you had to figure it out. I then said, okay, this is now our debt and what are we going to do to tackle this debt together? I love that. And I think transparency is so 
is so incredibly important. Um, and just having that open line of communication and just talking with your significant other about where you stand. And I think that's a challenge for many women because they don't want to feel judged or mm-hmm. they don't want to, you know, take on somebody else's debt. But it's all about thinking about why are you getting married? Why are you getting into this relationship? It's because you guys are coming together as a unit and as a team and you can do big things. You can accomplish right. big things together as a team more so than That's if you right. were an individual. So it, I'm, I'm a huge proponent of just open lines of communication and making the conversation easy and having it, you know, it doesn't have to be a big production, you know? It, Absolutely. <laughs> you, you know, what you say is what you just said is so very important. You're one. When you get married, it's, it's no longer I, it's now we and us. And one thing that I can never you know, understand is how someone can enter into a union and make the conscious decision to say, hey, I want to have a child with you or I want to have children with you. You're good enough to be um, a father to my children, but you're not good enough to also handle our finances together. To me, that's backwards because children are so much more valuable than money in my eyes. At least my three are, you know. And so <laughs> yes, why I would I want to, you know, make a serious decision about having children um, with this man, but yet I can't sit down with him and say, okay, how are we going to tackle our finances? That's really deep, you know, and I love what you said, because if you can have kids with somebody, then and that is like one of the most important things, if not the most important thing, your children, then what what is your finances? Like, it can't be that big a deal. And if that person is really for you, if that person is really ready to be on this team that you guys are starting together it doesn't matter what you share with them as long as you're honest they will you know a lot of women I talk to say well I'm not going to tell my husband I don't want to tell my husband because he's going to get so upset but that's that's the I guess the great thing about love is that it comes with forgiveness Yes. And no matter how angry that person is going to get, if they really love you, if they're in this marriage, in this relationship, they're going to forgive you. And you guys can then sit and work on the situation and vice versa. You might get mad at your, you know, your person, but you have forgiveness in your heart. And so it's all about, okay, getting past that, that hurdle of sharing and then letting go of the anger. If anybody gets anger, letting go of whatever feelings you felt and then sitting down and figuring out, okay, now as a unit, now that we know we've laid out the big picture, how do we move forward from this? Yeah, so good. That's so true. So you guys have come past that debt. <laughs> yes. You, you have his and her money now, which is an incredible platform. And so do you mind sharing what have been some of your biggest successes managing your money as a couple now? Yeah. Being able to see what we, um, what we've been able to accomplish together. I would say that's, that's been our biggest success. And now to see that, um, we're going across the world, you know, speaking this message, you know, what was once our hurt now became, uh, you know, joy for somebody else and for another couple, you know, um, my faith is big. And one of the scriptures that's so, so big to me, uh, is one that souls in tears, we're reaping joy. And I felt like we sold in a lot of tears in the beginning of our marriage, a lot of sweat and tears. And now we're being able to reap in joy because now we're able to share our story and share how we're able to get out of this debt and how um, you can do it too. So just a message of hope, I would say that's been our biggest success. It brings us so much joy to read the emails and the comments and people that say, you know, that you've changed my life, you've changed my marriage. I mean, we've even had someone reach out to us and say, hey, I decided not to commit suicide because you jumped on a video 
at the right time and you spoke to me and didn't even know it and you gave me hope. And so I decided not to go through with committing suicide. So to me, that's success. That is incredible. And, you know, I I will keep saying it. Your platform is really awesome. And I love the fact that you mentioned that scripture because it applies to all aspects of your life, not just your marriage, your finances, your, you know, your other relationships everything that you want to accomplish, it's going to be, you're going to have to put in the work, right? It's, yes. it's not, you can't assume that it's going to be easy. Maybe for some people, it might be more difficult than it is for others. But if you're trying to accomplish anything in your relationship, in your marriage, in your finances, you have to invest the work. You have to invest the time to be able to reap the success and be able to reap the joy. And I'm so glad you mentioned that because one of the things I like to you know, stress on this podcast and with Clever Girl Finance is that it takes work. It takes hard work, but you can't be afraid of it. And you have to adjust your mindset to want to succeed at what it is that you want to accomplish so that you can reap those rewards. Absolutely. You know, um, anything worth fighting for is going to be what work, you know, it's going to be work. If it comes easy, I don't want it. You know what I mean? I don't want it. I'll be pretty suspect to that, you know, but if you work hard at it, trust me, we are a living witness to that and living proof that it works and you can do this too. Anything that you set your mind to, um, whether it's goals, and that's something too, something else that I want to mention to your audience, set goals for yourself. So don't just set them in your mind and just say half-heartedly like, yeah, I want to become debt-free or I want to start this business. Write it down. You know, grab a journal, grab a sheet of paper. I don't care if it's a a napkin, you know, and write (laughs) down that goal and stare at it, look at it, and then come up with the plan on how you're going to be able to obtain that goal. Amazing, incredible advice. So ladies, take note. (laughs) Okay, so Ty... It's not always perfect when it comes to managing money with your significant other. You know, I'll be honest and say that my husband and I, we don't always agree on decisions around money. So um, how do you manage disagreements around your financial goals or like your finances um, in your relationship? Yeah. So you know what? Um, Although we're debt free and we're this, you know, uh, we, we call ourselves America's number one money couple. We still have disagreements about our money. We still both we're, we're our own person. Right. So we have two different opinions. And that's the first step. You have to realize that your spouse is not you and you're not your spouse. And because of the because of their difference, that's what makes them more attractive. I guess that's what keeps the marriage balanced. Mm-hmm. So. When my husband and I were having disagreements, I have to first understand like, hey, he's not wrong for the way that he feels. And I'm not wrong for the way that I feel or the way that I view this or the way that I, you know, I come up with, okay, let's spend this money, this extra money that we got. Let's spend it on this. And he may say, okay, let's go take a vacation because he's free spirited and I'm more the nerd, the money nerd. Um, So we don't argue. I won't say that we argue. We don't yell. We just have conversations. We have conversations and we're, again, we're transparent with each other. We share, we share with each other. Um, our issue and what we think about it and we come up with a plan and then you know what we pray about it we really do we say okay we're not going to make a decision let's just pray about it and we'll visit this later and so sometimes your disagreements may not be solved that very very first night and it's okay don't don't um, you know pressure your spouse and say no we need to figure this out we need to figure it out now no you don't have to come up with a decision right now sleep on it pray about it and then come back and talk about it. Most times, one of us, we would have now have uh, converted to the other person's opinion or the other person's way of looking at it. And then therefore it's solved. Mm -hmm. That's really amazing advice. I mean, I can definitely relate to it, especially when, so I've been married for seven years now. And I remember the early days of 
you know, getting married, I came into the relationship fully independent, had my own money. Yeah. <laughs> Making six figures. I didn't need yep. anybody. I own my own houses. I, I was set, you know, and then I come into the relationship and it's like, let's talk about what we're going to do with our money. And, right. it, it, <laughs> you know, it's it was an adjustment for me to understand that, OK, now this is no longer about me. It's about me and my husband. It's yes, about right. the children we want to have. But I had to put it all into perspective and, and realize it took me some time to realize that, okay, we're building this thing as a team and what we Sorry. can do together, like combining our savings goals, combining our investment goals, combining our financial goals for the long term can be a million times yeah. bigger than what mm-hmm. it is I'm trying to accomplish on my own. And so I still, I see that in women I talk to, I see that in even some friends where they get into a new marriage um, um, and there's that resistance because mm-hmm. I'm good. I have my own money, you know, mm-hmm. and there's nothing wrong with that. You know, mm-hmm. I am still very independent in our relationship. But at the same time, you have to realize that if you're committing to, like you said, this relationship to having children with this person, to, mm-hmm. you know, sharing your life with this person, then what is the money? You guys can do that together, too. That's right. Let me tell you something, Bola. Uh, roles can change. Prior to us getting married, I had money. <laughs> um, I had a good job. And even into our marriage, I was getting paid more than my husband. But if I would have um, had that mindset of being independent, oh, I have my own money, I'm doing all this. Then about three and a half, four years into the marriage, when we had our first child, I would not have been able to come home comfortably without any guilt. And I was able to come home about four years after we got married and made the decision that, hey, I'm going to leave this job um, where I was getting paid more than my husband. And I'm now going to be a stay at home mom and get to care for our children. And my husband was OK with that. He supported that. You know, mm-hmm. just think about if I would have came in like, no, nah, I'm, you know, here it is. I'm this superwoman. And hey, you do your thing. I do my thing. But roles can change. What if you lose your job? Yes. Right. Anything can happen. Anything. So, so because we adopted that mindset of we're one in the beginning, we're one. Even after I had children, I decided to come home. We're still one. You know what I mean? He doesn't question me on how I spend the money and what I buy for myself. I still have independence, but we're in it together. Absolutely. I agree 100%. And even in my my marriage, our roles have changed. I We started out with me being the breadwinner and I made... Yep a great amount more than my husband and then roles change, you know, and he became the breadwinner. And then now I, you know, I, I left my job to start my own business. (laughs) And so it's all about being able to have those communications, share your plans. And imagine if, you know, I stayed on that track of, you know, it's, Mm -hmm. you know, I'm independent. I make the money. I'm this, is this me, me, me. And I get to the point where I want to quit my job and we're not in alignment. That could have caused so many issues. Oh, absolutely. I speak to women. Absolutely. I speak to women and I have literally heard them say that they uh, feel guilty for being at home and they feel like they need to contribute to the household. And I have to ask the question, why do you feel guilty? The only way that you must be feeling guilty is because you already adopted that mindset that you're, you're not one, that you need to make sure that you bring in your part. But if you if you're on one accord and you say, no, we're one, we're one body, we're one unit, then there shouldn't be any guilt. There shouldn't be, oh, am I holding up my part? Because let me tell you, taking care of three children and running a home successfully takes a lot of work. And that's more than 40 hours a week. Right. That's a full time with overtime job, you know. So, you know, so I, I question why do women feel that way? And a lot of women feel that way. 
a lot of women feel that way. So I would say you need to have a conversation with your your spouse. You need to sit down and share with them why you're feeling that way. And maybe you're the one that put up those parameters or those expectations on yourself. And maybe your spouse isn't even expecting you to do that. That is true. I'm, I'm glad you brought up the guilt factor because that's something that I encounter very commonly. And, you know, one day I there's an app. I, I don't remember what app it was, but um, it was an online website. And it was basically um, to how to calculate the value of all you do. So I went on there and I put in all my jobs. <laughs> I'm a mom. Yeah. I'm a cook. I'm a cleaner. Mm-hmm. I'm a teacher. Yeah. I'm a driver. Counselor. <laughs> <laughs> I put yeah. all these different jobs. And my salary, you know, if I was doing these jobs on an hourly basis, so cooking for two hours, cleaning for one hour, driving for three hours, if I made that into a full-time job, I would actually be, you know, be getting about a $75,000 a year paycheck in addition to the full-time job that I had at the time. <laughs> yep. I know it. I know it. Yes. So it's important to, you have to value yourself too. And once you have that perceived value, your spouse is also going to value you because you, if you're a stay at home mom, if you're working career, you're coming home to your household and you're doing additional, you know, stuff for your family, that is, there's nothing to feel guilty about that. You you are putting a lot into your relationship, right? And again, if for whatever reason you're feeling undervalued or you're feeling guilty because your spouse is not recognizing your value, then again, open lines of communication, talk about it, express your feelings, share how you are feeling about the situation. Yes. Like communication is the biggest thing in relationships. Like the Absolutely. biggest thing. Like even when it comes to like mindless things. So another random story, when I first got married, you know, I'm the kind of girl that as soon as I get out of bed in the morning, I make the bed. That's just, you know, right. even if I'm going back into the bed, I make the bed. <laughs> but my it. husband is not that guy. And for the longest time, for several months, you know, he would get out of the bed on the weekend and the bed would not be made. Be made. And in my head, I would get so mad because I'll be telling myself, why does he think it's not okay to make that bed? This is all going on in my head internally. I'd get upset in the morning for like 30 minutes. You should make the bed, make the bed. I'm going to make the bed, you know. And then one day I said, why don't you make the bed? And he's like, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine? I was getting mad for it. no reason, holding it internally. So communication, ladies, is so important. It's so important. <laughs> so important. So, Ty, what advice would you give other couples, other women on this journey who are um, in the process of or starting to or already managing money with a significant other? Mm -hmm. So I would definitely tell them to um, especially let me just address this. Um, because this was common in in the beginning of our marriage, because I was the one that was uh, better at money. My husband came up with the idea, hey, Ty, why don't you, you know, take care of the money, you pay the bills and you just let me know, you know, how much money I have to spend every week. And I thought that it was a great idea. I'm like, hey, you're right. I'm good at this. So um, why do I just do it? But what happened was we had, here it is again, like what you just um, talked about, um, unspoken frustrations. Um, here it is. I felt taken advantage of because I'm putting together the budget. I'm setting the plan. And my husband was whining or giving me a hard time because um, I would give him a certain dollar amount every week to be able to go spend on allowance or whatnot. But he knew how much money he made or he, he knew how much money he got paid every two weeks. <laughs> so he's like, wait a minute. And it felt like this mother son relationship. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's when we realized like, whoa, 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 let's back up. We thought that that was a good idea, but no, in actuality, that was not a great idea. 
um, we then had to come together and I had to tell my husband what I needed from him. And then he had to tell me what he needed from me. And then we knew that in this marriage and even handling our finances, it wouldn't be 50-50, you know, um, because again, now since I am stay at home, I'm able to pay the bills and, you know, put together the budget. But he has input. You know, there's no dollar amount that goes into that budget without him knowing about it, without him agreeing either yay or nay, if that's okay. So I would highly, highly suggest, um, you know, that you guys come together and discuss it. But handling your finances is, it needs two. It's not just one. It needs both of you. Your roles may be different. You know what I mean? Like I said, my husband's not the one literally taking the pen, writing the check, or literally going to the bank and pulling the cash out, but he's very much so involved. And that helped with a lot of our disagreements. They helped with a lot of our unspoken frustrations. That went out the window, and we became more of, you know, um, partners. You know what I mean? We're, we're partners. We're doing this together. Mm-hmm. And that's really important. And I'll just add to what you said, Ty, is that I think that you know, what each couple is different from the next couple. And you guys have your own system. You know your husband. You know how he behaves. He's this involved in your finances. And so for those of you who are listening, use what you know about your significant other to create a strategy and a plan around managing your finances that works for you. Um, too many times I talk to women who are like, well, you know, my sister and her husband, my best friend and her husband, they manage their finances this way. This is the way I want to do it in our relationship. You guys are an entirely different couple. So find what works for you and your husband in your relationship based on your personalities, based on your goals and things like that, and come up with your own system and use the advice that you get as reference, not as gospel. Yes, so good. So good. (laughs) So Ty, this has been such an amazing episode. I do appreciate all the awesome, you know, advice you shared and sharing your personal story. And I wanted to find out from you, what is your Clever Girl superpower? Yeah. So I would say my Clever Girl superpower is order. I'm a very structural person. So I love all things organization, literally, um, whether it's organizing a hall closet or organizing our finances. I believe that you have to have this superpower um, in order to accomplish any goal that you set forth. You know, even your finances, if you have a goal of becoming debt free, there's no way that you're going to become debt free if you're not organized. No way. Because you're going to spend money that you don't need on on duplicate items that you already have, or you're not going to know where your money's going and coming, you know, so you have to stay organized. So I'm a big structural person. Um, I organize our household systems, our children's schedule, my husband and I, our schedule, uh, our finances, our business. So I would say order, organization. And I've seen some of those videos on YouTube. Yeah. (laughs) Your channel is awesome. So ladies, if you're listening, you want to check out um, the His and Her Money YouTube channel because it's it's more than just money. They talk about everything in between the relationship, their kids, like you do some really awesome reviews of things. I I really love your channel. (laughs) Oh, thank you so much. So how can folks keep in touch with you? Because I know a lot of the listeners are going to want to come back and find um, find where you are online. Yeah, so you can um, find us where everywhere at His and Her Money. So our website is hisandhermoney.com. Um, we have a highly rated, top rated uh, podcast show called The His and Her Money Show. You can find that on iTunes. We're now on iHeartRadio as well. But you can also get that on our website at hisandhermoney.com. And we're on all the social media platforms from YouTube to Facebook to Instagram to Twitter. And we're at His and Her Money. And all those links can also be found at our website, hisandhermoney.com. Awesome. And I'll be putting uh, the link to your site um 
in the show notes. So thank you so much, Ty. This has been such a wonderful conversation. Thank you so much for having me. I thoroughly enjoy myself. So I hope you guys enjoyed listening into this episode with Ty. It was such fun talking to her. And again, if you love what you listen to, please, please head over to iTunes and rate and review the podcast so other people can find it. And don't forget to subscribe. You can subscribe on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and also listen to episodes on the Clever Girl Finance YouTube channel. I'll talk to you guys soon.